Welcome, everybody. We are a little late this morning, but that's okay, because I have two incredible guests here. They are brother and sister. They are twins, and I am just glad that they are fine and healthy and safe. So we're going to get on with this morning's tea time as scheduled, and we're going to share a lot of good points today. So all of you viewers and listeners out there, share this tea time, get it out there. If you haven't subscribed to Miss Liz's YouTube channel, please do that. Uh, and check these tea times out whenever you can. If this is not a good time, I truly understand they are there for you to watch at any time I, uh, whenever you're able to. So I'm going to get the disclaimer going and then we're going to do a little bio on these incredible twins, Sally and Jonah. And then we're going to sit and talk about some bullying, abuse, racism, all of that good stuff. And I think it's a really good time to get it out there. So again, grab your tea, grab your coffee. Uh, grab your juice, have your breakfast because breakfast is really important. So disclaimer for Miss Liz's Tea Time Live Show. Miss Liz, myself, is going live using StreamYard. Before leaving a comment, please grant StreamYard permission to see your name at StreamYard.com. Please be advised that the content brought forward for any Tea Time show hosted by myself, Miss Liz, is always brought forward in good faith. However, may bring forward dialogues and opinions that are not representative of my platform. The facts and information are perceived to be accurate at the giving time of airing. All tea time guests and audience participants are responsible for using their good judgment and taking any action that may relate to the discussion. The content brought forth may include discussions for some where they may be emotionally at risk. It's significant to know that this show is engaging in discussion forums only to offer and inspire awareness and connection and is not providing therapeutical advice. If you have any questions about the disclaimer or the panelist discussion, you may freely contact me, Ms. Liz, through my email at bookingmissliz at gmail.com. Moving forward, should you choose to voluntarily participate in today's show in any aspect, I myself, Miss Liz, welcomes you. And should you decide that the show is not made for you at this time, I respect those wishes and we'll see you at a later show at a later date and time. And again, all tea times this year in 2023 are done on Thursday, 10 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. But please check the times because there are some issues that we are having and we do have some delays going on, especially today is going to be one of those Thursdays. Tonight's tea time will be at 8 p.m. instead of 7 p.m. So check that out as well. So a little bit on these incredible twins. Well, I was sent these twins by an incredible uh, publicist. And he was like, Miss Liz, you need to check these guys out. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, I do. Because once I seen them, I was like, absolutely, they are my cup of tea. And we know how Miss Liz serves tea here. So we do teaching educational awareness. And these two are teaching educational awareness for all of you youngsters out there. Uh, they are prime living examples. So they are the founders of The Power Within. They are twin champions of Taekwondo. They are authors, they are advocates, and so much more. Um, I wanna bring them in and 
during the show, I'm going to read a little bit of their bio or get them to share a little bit. We're going to do something a little different this morning. So we'll get them to share who they are and, and that. So I already see Sally pointing at Jonah. So we'll, we'll see who's going to be sharing. So I'll get them in here and then I'm going to sip on a cup of tea and do all of my good stuff over here while they share a little bit on who they are. Welcome, Hi, guys. Hi, ma'am. Hi, How's thank you, doing you so today? much for having us. I am good. I am so glad that you guys are okay. Like, I am super happy. Like, I was, like, really sad. You, you'll see the earlier stream of four minutes where I was, like, really concerned. Mm -hmm. But I am so glad that you guys are okay. So, thank you so much. So, Jonah and Sally, I'm going to do what I always do with all of my guests. I'm going to ask you who you were as a little person. Because you guys are not that that much older, <laughs> and who you are now, but and then we'll get into who you are and how you got started with everything. And whoever wants to take the lead, go ahead. Yes, ma'am. So I think I'll speak for both Jonah and I that we went into this experience of ours as kids, too broken, stigmatized as weak, and we were just frustrated and confused. And there was so much negativity surrounding us that we're slowly trying and beginning to consume us. However, through this journey of self-discovery, self-growth, and truly just self-discipline that we've endured these past eight years, we've become who we are today. We have become confident. We have become advocates. We have become empowering. And we have become you know, we fight for what's right. We fight for what's right today and we we will always fight for what's right. And it's just that growth that we've experienced in the journey, in the process of this self-development that we become who we are today. We are competitive Taekwondo athletes, as you've mentioned, and we've traveled the world. And we've also traveled the world through our nonprofit organization, trying to, you know, expand our impact and just our purpose and mission in life. So Sally, I want to get into you a little bit and then I'm going to get into Jonah. So you as a little girl, you're the sister. So yes. you as a little girl, how, how did you look at Jonah as a big brother? That's honestly a very good question, but I am two minutes older than him. We are twins. Um, but <laughs> I went into this experience as weak, completely weak. And Jonah was there to empower that feminine side of me. He showed me that I can be strong regardless of my situation. And it truly was him. He sacrificed so much and he put so much, you know, there was many tough times where I'd come out of the garage with uh, bruises all over my legs or, or my, a black eye, but I knew it was to make me stronger. And it, I truly wouldn't have become the woman I am today without Jonah. And I'm truly grateful for him. So Jonah, I'm going to switch it to you now. So how did your older sister <laughs> impact your life? Sally, ever since I was little, she always was a true meaning of like hope for me, true meaning of discipline for me. Ever since I was little, she was always there by my side. And truly through the experience in Taekwondo and through our experience in the garage, she taught me to be more strong, be more empowering, because I had to be the strong person for her. I had to uplift her in her moments. And sometimes whenever I was down, she uplifted me. We were coaches for each other. We were, trainer, we were training each other. We were teaching each other new limits every day, teaching each other new skills each every day. Mm -hmm. And she was the true representation of my goals, true representation of who I wanted to become whenever I grow up, and true representation of my motivation. Yes, and despite the situation we were forced into where we had no proper place to train, we had no coaches to support us, no teammates, you know, to encourage us, but we had each other. We were fortunate enough to have each other. And honestly, like we wouldn't have been able to survive if it wasn't, you know, for each other. That, you know, it, it's we were the we were the motivating drive for each other. We were what kept each other alive and going and having that dream of once stepping on the Olympic stage one day. And we often face, you know, criticism on how just how close we've been, you know, us like usually siblings today, you know, they aren't seen as the closest. Or, but we believe that together 
through going through this journey together, being there for each other has made us, you know, closer than we could have ever been. And that's what we try to emphasize. That's the goodness that was brought to us, you know, through a situation like this that's viewed in such a negative way. But there are some good things that can come out of it. So how old were you guys when you started Taiwando? I actually started it whenever I was around six. Mm -hmm. And I was around seven. So prior to joining Taekwondo, um, I was uh, competing competitively in uh, gymnastics and since I was a little girl. And I had been doing that for about five years until Jonah had seen that my, my gymnastics uh, gym was holding, you know, um, a temporary Taekwondo class. And Jonah had, you know, spotted it while watching, while watching me, you know, in gymnastics, uh, just practicing. And so he tried it out. He had done it for about a year because um, as he joined and I would start going to the Taekwondo classes and watching him. And I just, it's just the it's not just the art of kicking and punching that attracted me. It was the foundational principles that this sport taught you that no other sport truly has. And it's what makes Taekwondo so unique. And what we continue to advocate for is those principles mm -hmm. of discipline, of integrity, of self-control that truly, you know, inspired us and attracted us to this sport. And so I joined along. <laughs> I mean, especially because I would play basketball baseballs mm -hmm. and all those other sports and soccer but none of them really spoke to me and really made me feel like this is where i belong this is where i was meant to be if all, the only other sport i felt like i was enjoying it was soccer because i was using my feet and then that's whenever i realized the power i had in taekwondo and the power mm -hmm. I, and the love i had for taekwondo mm -hmm. it's truly a sport that has really changed me and sally into changing our new perspective on life mm -hmm. and changing our perspective on what we want to achieve and our goals. Yes, and we want to emphasize that, you know, the martial arts world that we see today, it's all about who's the strongest, who's the toughest, who can, you know, punch the most or punch the strongest. But it, it's not that that attracted us to this sport. It was those principles that are truly life altering and that helped us pave our path of today. I like that. Uh, we have a question here for you guys. Could mm -hmm. you describe what principle means to you? Of course. Mm -hmm. So those principles that we were talking about are essentially the tenets and the morals that you live your life by, that essentially provide your life with meaning. And it's not supposed to be something that, you know, restricts you, but instead brings out the best version of you. So we often think that, you know, it's it's hard and it's bad to live a life that you would continue to wonder what you could have done yesterday, what you could have done last week. So the worst thing you could do to yourself is to not become the person you could be in this lifetime. And it's that what what we see in those principles and those tenets, because they help Pave you know, your shave your, uh, shape your path. And that's what we see in those principles of Taekwondo and how we apply them in our life every day, whether it be academics or our nonprofit. Truly, like, like perseverance and determination and discipline has shaped our perspective, like as Sally said, not just in Taekwondo, but in academics, because because of the sport, we were allowed to like have a new perspective in education and then see that education was the factor that allowed us to succeed, allowed us to prosper in the garage and allowed us to escape the darkness between the four walls that we were confined in. And that's why we advocate the and the power within our organization, the power of knowledge, the power of reading, the power of education, because that's truly the factor that allows you to reach the next level of your capacity of your and overcome the limitations and obstacles that you are surrounded with. Mm -hmm. Because throughout that experience we saw that that was the sole factor so that is what we advocate always to the youth because that is the key to escaping the darkness escaping their obstacles that they withhold yes you guys are truly inspiring and empowering and i really want the youths out there that are listening to tea time and parents that are listening to tea time share this with your kids because these two here have really created a magical platform for a lot of children who are struggling to find themselves. 
from the work that I've done and the search that I've done and the information that had been sent to me, I noticed that you guys are big on education. You are big on breaking the stigma, using your voices to look within yourselves to spread that message. And I noticed that your logos on your shirts are keys. So yes. could you explain why the key is there and how you got the power within? Because that statement itself is really empowering. Of course. So I'm just going to go back a little bit to our just a bit of background. So at the age of 10, my brother and I were um, abused psychologically, mentally, and emotionally by our former Taekwondo coach. And with this, um, he had threatened, you know, all the coaches in our state and out of our state to take us in as their own athletes. And this essentially left us out in the open with no place to train and just no one to believe in us and in our sport. And so we, during that year, um, you know, after that experience, we were just training out in the open, trying to find a place, whether it be in nature, driveway, in, in the parks. our driveway, in our school's track and field, or even in our living room, we would move the furniture, trying to uh, create some space. But after a year of that, we had come together and we just sat down and reflected, what is our goal? We want to continue this sport that we love so much, that we have such a passion for but we want to continue with it. We want to continue participating and competing in it and just, you know, continue living in this dream. Of the principles, living in the principles. Yes. And, it was and I just want to note that what kept us going was seeing ourselves in the world championship stage, which we have fortunately through much hard work accomplished and the Olympic stage one day. We don't know how or when it will happen, but we know that through hard work, it will happen. Just as we had no hope left for the, reaching the World Cadet Championship stage, but we did. We had made it there in front of everyone with all the global uh, athletes, the, the best athletes in the world. And we were there coming from this small, dark garage in Plano, Texas. And it's just that experience that was truly life altering to us. And it's there that change of perspective that allowed us to see we can choose to have so much impact and purpose in our life and so it was that moment where we decided these medals that we had been working so hard to to accomplish and to gather were truly having no impact on anyone else especially like after the world championships when we saw all these medals that we had collected and we saw the outcome and we see what is the point of collecting all these medals whenever we're not impacting other people's lives? Mm -hmm. We're not changing other people's lives. We wanted to be the voice for the voiceless. We wanted to have an impact on their lives. We wanted to create an outlet for them to voice their struggles, to voice their obstacles, to voice their limitations. Yes. Because in the experience in the garage, we had no voice. We had no outlet. We had no one behind our backs. We only had each other. Mm -hmm. But now we want to be that voice for those kids that don't have an outlet just like us whenever we look at them i just we both see ourselves in them we both saw the struggles that we face so it was there at that world cadet championships that we decided to truly change our mission in life and that was truly where we you know began the birth of the power within and the key represents you know during our experience in the garage these past eight years um education was truly life altering and it was the key to our way out it was the key that allowed us to reach the world ta uh, taekwondo championships whether it it could be anything whether it be books whether it be articles whether it be just engaging yourself in the power of knowledge just seeing the doors that it can open that's the key it can un it can get you out of any situation no matter what it is I think that's what really empowers me about you two is that you realize that all of the medals weren't making the difference. And I'm, I'm big on that. I say this all the time because I have titles, I have labels and all of these things, but I want to be known for Miss Liz. I want to be known for me. I want you to, when you look at me, I want to be impacting your lives because I have the voice that is the example 
of showing mm -hmm. that it can be done. And that's what I get from you guys is that you've used your voice instead of the medals to impact yeah. lives. That's and the medals are nice. Don't get me wrong. Medals are nice and championships are nice. But the real impact that we make on lives is showing that we can show another person that there's hope out there, yeah. that they yeah. can be inspired, that they can do it too. They can. I come from a place where I've been told all my life I wouldn't do anything. Mm. And here I am today sitting with you two incredible individuals having this incredible interview. And I would have never had it had I not pushed within. Yes. And that's what I got from you guys when I when I was sent you guys, I was like, oh my goodness, yes, these are like little mini me's. Like, <laughs> let's, let's, you know, let's push these yeah. keys out there. Let's push that message out there that yeah. it is within ourselves. You know, no matter where you come from, no matter what you go through, you can push through. And yeah. that's where I get from you guys is that you have this key and you're passing the key to the next person, open their door, to open their door and open their dreams and their goals, you know? We, we have so many people out there that are giving so much negative influence. We yes. need the positive. And that's what I wanted was positive when I started this platform. And you guys are the positive. You guys are that key that says that little girl that never got hurt or that little boy that was always pushed in the corner and said, you can't be anything. You guys are that key this morning that is going to give that little girl and boy that opening to say, you know what, we can move forward. Yes, ma'am. I want to get into your stories. Um, you guys have gone through a lot. And I think that's why I resonate really well with you guys. Abuse and bullying and neglect, rejection. We we have all of that in similar, right? Mm -hmm. But as young siblings, how did your parents react to all of this? Our parents were the backbone of our entire progress and progression throughout this experience. They were our motivation. Every single time we looked at them, we said, we want to achieve the Olympic and we want to go there and sit on the stage. We wanted to be the best and we wanted to empower ourselves. We wanted to motivate each other to reach that level. Our parents, they're truly like the inspiration behind all our success. Mm -hmm. And not many people know this, but our mother, she was there every day watching us. She was the one who was taking those videos behind uh, in, in a, on her iPhone camera. And she, in the Texas uh, cold and in the Texas heat, she was there on the floor just trying to support us as she was. Our parents were truly the only motivating factor for us besides ourselves. And they believed in us. And we, we knew that. We felt that. And through the sacrifices that they made, you know, and my mom you know, every day having to watch her kids, you know, go through this experience. It's not, it's not easy, but she was there and she pushed through as well. And um, just on that camera was the only way that we could see ourselves, that we could teach ourselves. We would be playing our videos in slow motion, trying to catch, you know, the little techniques and see if they had matched the ones that we were view we were watching in YouTube. Um, and that's how we improved. Um, and, our and our dad would work tirelessly trying to finance like all of us going to going going to those competitions, trying to prove our abuser wrong of reaching the world championship stage. As he said, you will never reach anywhere without me. That was the constant motivation for us. That was a constant empowerment in each other that we wanted to reach that world stage. We wanted to voice our struggles to show to our master that we have reached here by ourselves, yes. just me and Sally. And it's not just the limitations that we were experiencing in the garage, whether it be the ceiling was too low and we'd constantly be hitting our heads on it or the paddles that we were using were were like, you know, they were uh, rented and they were, you know, torn up and we had to tape them or that we were literally, we had no mats on the floor. It was rock solid. So every time wall. we'd fall, you know, cause Taekwondo is a very engaging, you know, an aggressive sport. It would, it would knock us down, but every time we got back up and it wasn't only that those, you know, situations in the garage that we had to face, but it was also while we were in our former Taekwondo um, masters dojo, the, 
the treatment that we would be getting was truly like I there's no words to you know to voice how cruel it was he would we would would go in for training you know every night and Jonah would be sent he would be named he would be called names such as P-Boy and Google Baby go clean the restroom yes we'd be going there with you know the spirit it's a new day it's it's a new it's a new chance you know grow in our sport of taekwondo and just physically and mentally but we'd be faced with that over and over again and in our competitions we'd feel you know the threats the whether it be from our coach or from his um uh, best friends it, we were in the holding room uh, holding area alone our parents weren't allowed there so that was the best place they could target us whether it be whispers or names called or just stone cold stares they would try to target my my brother and I while we were alone and try to, you know, just knock us down and force us to quit. But we never and never will give them that satisfaction. And we understand that these circumstances that we were, you know, accompanied, uh, we were um, experienced, they weren't because of these people, but it was because of what they had gone through. We don't have the right to judge them. We don't have the right to say, oh, this person is automatically inhuman. They they shouldn't, you know, deserve anything. No, we don't, we don't have that right. We have the power of forgiveness to heal, to move on and to prosper in our own life. We know that these circumstances and situations weren't because of us. Although these, you know, experiences that we had had truly just made us question who we are, who we are, and what our identity was. Because you know, wherever we went, we were criticized for who we are. But we just kept reflecting and kept understanding that these situations weren't because of us. And we want that to be clear to everyone watching and all the viewers that it's not because of you. This situation that you're going in, um, that's around you. It's not because of you. You don't deserve it. You're not unworthy. You are worthy. You are powerful. You are strong. It's just something that you have to go through and you have to stay persistent and you can grow out of it. You can, you know, emerge so strong, so triumphant and so, you know, powerful. And, and that's what we want to emphasize. And our mom, she would always tell us, you need to forgive to heal. You need to forgive him for this. Not forget, but forgive to heal yourself or otherwise you'd live in the constant shadow and the constant darkness of the past, of the, past of the abuse. Because that's the only way for us to grow from there. Mm-hmm. I really love the transparency. And I don't want you guys to feel... Like you, you're not allowed to cry. You're not, you, I want you to be you. This is platform is a home style going to grandma's house and sharing, you know, <laughs> and I want my viewers and listeners to understand that these two children just never gave up. No matter what was thrown at them, they never gave up. They've been through racism, rejection, uh, bullying, you know, name calling. It, it, it just never stopped but they kept going. And for all the listeners out there that are listening, I want you to never give up. I want you to listen to their words this morning. I want you to understand that these two children here, these two young teens are making an impact on lives because they are transparent. They have forgiven, but they haven't forgotten. And I want that really crystal clear. You can forgive, but don't forget. Yes. And Jonah, I really was listening to you when you said you, you, you'll never get there without me. You know, when people tell us that, it gives us that motivation and that empowerment to just say, you know what, let me prove you wrong. Let me show you I will get there without you. You know, your words I'm going to take as motivation and I'm going to push myself. So I really want all of the viewers and listeners out there, especially the young kids that are listening to Tea Time. I know you guys are out there because you guys have come to me. I want you to know that when people give us these hard words, use them for positive, not negative. 
no. push yourself, push the power within. I really love the name of your nonprofit. I really think that it really is empowering. I want to get into the book. The book mm -hmm. is called The Night Blooming. How did you guys get the name of the book and what is the book about? Yes, ma'am. So that's honestly something very interesting. But there is a flower called the night blooming cereus. And this flower only blooms at night. And so this serves as kind of a symbol of our experience during these past eight years in the garage. We were working hard, intensely, and without anyone knowing. We were in the shadows. We were in the dark. We were between these four walls in our garage and no one knew about us and we were in the dark but that's where the day, we prospered the, yeah that's where we prospered that's where we were secretly building ourselves instead of viewing these four walls this garage as a prison we instead viewed it as a lab where we can create the best version of ourselves where we can prosper where we can become self-disciplined focused and on our goal of going to the World Cadet Taekwondo Championships and eventually someday the Olympics. And it was, you know, the, the glory that we felt in the World Taekwondo Championships and what we, what we have transitioned it to become in our nonprofit organization. That is the light. That is the light out of the darkness. And we just want everyone to know that there is always light out of the darkness. And that comes through strength, through perseverance, through discipline, and through persistence. So Sally and Jonah, how did you guys get the, you got the name from the flower. Yes, ma'am. What does that flower represent for you guys individually? The flower represents us as the, the garage represents our darkness. Mm -hmm. And we were the flower, the light out of the darkness. We were that light was growing and continuing to grow as we were progressing through these years, as we became more determined, more perseverant. And that flower essentially in the end made the, the garage light and made it not darkness anymore, mm -mm. not the prison that we thought we were confined in and forced into, but light. It was filled I, with before. No, we go ahead, Sally. Of course, we would always go into and step into this garage with uncertainty, not knowing what that day would hold, what the next day would hold, what three years from today would hold. But we always went in with hope, with strength and with full faith in God. And that's what transitioned the darkness that we were in into light. So with, with the book, The Night Blooming, uh, what message... And what target and target audience are you looking at with, with the book? So our book, we hope to provide empowerment, especially to those young adults and children, because we know that in today's modern society, those children are always left to the side and they're deemed like they don't know, you know, what's going on. They don't know how to do this, how to do that. But kids have so much power in them have so much strength but it's constantly you know crushed and pressed on pressed um under by society but we want this book to prove that you know you don't need anyone you don't need anyone to believe in you to you know support you to clap for you you have yourself you have the strength within yourself to you know make it and make your dreams reality you're that source you are that source of motivation you're that source of passion within yourself to reach the next level. And that's what we mean whenever we say the power within. You have all the resources, all the materials within yourself. And the power within is held in our minds because our minds are the key factor of us growing, mm -hmm. reaching new mental strength, new me positive mentality, and over overall, like overcoming the obstacles and limitations that we are surrounded with. That was part of the educational journey that we were taking in these past eight years in the garage that truly transformed us. It was through reading, through, you know, you know, engaging ourselves in knowledge that we were able to process and have that intellectual understanding and be able to connect the dots and truly connect our mind and our body together to, you know, join harmoniously and to become, you know, the best, create the best version of ourselves. And like, reading those articles and reading those books allowed us to ha find like resolutions and solutions to these 
questions that we had yes. and to the obstacles that we are surrounded with, like the solutions that we came up with wouldn't have been possible if we didn't read, if we didn't have that drive of knowledge, because knowledge is the key factor of us finding that light in the darkness we were in. Yes. And we always, you know, say that education was that one aspect that we could have control of in our situation, despite, you know, all these circumstances leading to us to build the first ever garage dojo. It was filled with uncertainty, but it was education that we had control of, that we weren't forced into, that could be the light out. Um, it was education that truly opened our eyes to the possibility that awaited for us. So I want to get into you guys' T. I think it's a good time to ask you, if I give you the letter T-E-A, what three words would you give me? I'm going to start with you, Sally, and then I'll go to you, Jonah. Of course. So for me, it would, I mean, I don't think we can really separate it for me and Jonah. We We're kind just of, one. We're one. Yeah. As you've seen in our in our story, I'm pretty sure it, it's, we went through everything together. So I think, Jonah. So we are disciplined, we are committed, and we are passionate. Those are the three words that describe me and Sally. Mm -hmm. And truly what drive us every day to, you know, do what we do, become who we want to become. And, and the principles we live by. Yes. Essentially. Okay, so let's switch it up. I'm going to give you the letter T. What word comes to mind for you, Sally? And what word comes to you, Jonah? I want to see if you guys are. Uh, for me, it would be teach. Jonah? Drive. Because... Oh, T, T. But there's a reason why I'm doing this, Sally. Because the, dri the, the drive has to be there in order to teach. So you guys are aligned. Mm -hmm. I, I, I went to you first, Sally, to get the T word. Because I wanted to see if Jonah was going to give me a T word. Mm -hmm. And he gave me drive. And, and 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 that's what I want. I want my viewers and listeners to understand that the T doesn't have to be the letter T-E-A. It can be different letters, different words. But let's start using words to describe our T's. Yes. So now I'm going to switch it up. Jonah, I'm going to go to you for the E, and then I'm going to go to Sally. Empathy. Sally. Mm, empowerment. Now the two words go together, don't they? Mm-hmm. So Sally, now the A. I would say advocacy. And Jonah? Outstanding. <laughs> and they go together, don't they? <laughs> That's this magic, right? We need, we, you know, we need to understand that tea goes together. It's like putting the cream and sugar into your tea. Oh. You know, without the cream and sugar, you can't do it. No. And that's what you guys, you guys come as a team. You come together as one. But you're serving the same tea. You're just using different words. Yes, ma'am. But the words connect. The words are aligned together. So for all the viewers and listeners out there, this is how we serve tea in this house. We bring awareness to words because words are empowering. Words are what got you guys to where you are today. Had you not been bullied by your master, you would not have pushed yourself at garage. And this is why I use words to teach education awareness. Yes, yes ma'am. I really want the viewers out there to understand that Jonah and Sally come as a team. They are the twin team. They are the champions. They are the brother and sister who have each other's backs. Sally, when we first started the conversation, when the interview started, you said that siblings usually don't get along. I got three kids. They don't get along. I wish they would, but they don't. So for all the siblings out there, what message would you guys have for them? I just would believe, I would say that to truly understand your differences. Not every person is gonna be the same. And we truly understand that. Even us, you know, twins, but we can use our differences to unite us. That's what we believe. It's 
those unique experiences that each of each one of us holds that allow us, you know, to communicate together, to share together, to build off of one each other. You know, we, me and Jonah and I are one of our favorite things to do is travel. We love, you know, ex- uh, introducing ourselves to new cultures, new people, Food. new foods. He's a foodie. Um, but it's through those life experiences that make life meaningful. <coughs> Sorry. And it's those differences between us that make us human, that make us, you know, want to get to know each other. And it's the same thing with siblings, even though we're, you know, we're living under the same house, we have the same parents, but we do, we will have some differences, but we need to use those to unite us. And overall, I think that, and Sally also thinks that knowledge and reading is the key way of like understanding each other understanding our differences because once you open your mind mm. to different solutions and to different obstacles and to different limitations and understanding who you're talking to and what they have been through then you can find a source of friendship a source of like connection between you and them yes so as john just said you know siblings or not us as humans we're, we're never going to truly you know bring the best outcomes and, you know, unite together if we don't have an open mind. We need that open mind, that perspective, and, you know, that ability to be flexible, to adapt to situations. That's what we need. Adapt to new people, adapt to new cultures, adapt to new food. And be accepting. So, Sally, you said Jonah was the foodie. So what are you? Are you you the fashion designer? Like... (laughs) Sally's more of a dessert person. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm a sweet person for sure. I'm a savory person. I would. I would go through a whole day without eating just. You know, I would trade every meal for for something sweet. So you just mentioned desserts and that. So is there a special diet that you guys follow? That's actually really interesting because you know during these past eight years. You know, Taekwondo requires you to pick a certain weight division that you would like to compete in. And with that, pretty much all athletes have to go through cutting weight. But for me and Jonah, sometimes it would be a bit, you know, you know, to the next level. And so what what was required of us, you know, while we were kids, you know, 10, 11, 12, and what we continue to do today is discipline. You know, as Jonah would mention, like, we would go to birthday parties or celebrations or family gatherings, but we can enjoy, you know, and indulge in that aspect of, you know, food. You have, it's, it's much harder, you know, than you know, done than said, but you have to restrict yourself from, you know, in, you know, personal satisfaction like that, because you have to stay disciplined and focused towards your end goal. And truly, once you have that, you know, passion for that goal and achieving that goal, nothing in your way will get, you know, nothing in your way will ever stop you. Yes, it was hard at times, you know, we would be eating lunch, you know, in front of in the cafeteria, and we'd have our grilled chicken and broccoli, you know, while other people had, you know, their pizza or their chips. It's just the discipline we had to have. Yes. Towards like continuing because we saw that once we had that goal on our path, once we had what we wanted to achieve, nothing will take us off of it. And especially yeah. like with nationals, we cut almost like 20 to 25 pounds. We would train for five hours a day, jumping rope for like two hours, running for an hour. And we were continuing no matter how much it hurt, we continued and pushed forward. Mm-hmm. And through that experience in nationals, we, we won gold because you have a constant goal you want to work towards. Yes. So then you keep working towards that and don't let anything stop you from going off that path you have. Yes. And also whether, even if you're not, you know, in the cutting weight process, you still need to feed your mind and your body healthy foods. So, you you know, the common phrase, you are what you eat. And we truly believe that, you know, you need to maintain a healthy mind and body connection. And that doesn't come just through exercise, through, you know, engaging yourself in educational, you know, tools, but also from what you're putting into yourself. And for like cutting weight, whenever one time I came back from Texas, uh, I was 
cutting weight for Texas State. We came back from a Disney cruise <laughs> and I had to cut about 12 pounds in a week. I didn't see that as possible, but I my mind said, yes, we can do it. Because in the end, your mind is what can yes. keep you going towards those obstacles and like overcome the obstacles, overcome the limitations and see what you think is not possible is possible mm -hmm. because the word impossible, it's not, yeah. it's never really true because what your mind says is possible. What you say is possible is what is possible. Yes. And we feel like one advice we would give would be just to eliminate the words. I can't, it automatically sets this barrier. You know, your mind is as Jonah said, so much more capable than you think it is. It controls the entire body. If your mind says, I can't, then your body will say, I can't. But if your mind says, I can, then Const your body will. Constantly feeding yourself these empowering words, it will become reality. If you truly stick to it and you believe in yourself, it will become a reality. And that's what we continue to, to you know, advocate for in the Night Blooming and our nonprofit. It's one way that we're doing this is through providing educational resources. So that's truly one source of empowerment that's, you know, you, you can't compare to. I love that you guys are saying this, you know, because anything you say after I, and you put it out into the universe, it does happen. So, you know, when you say I can't, you've already turned yourself off. Mm -hmm. Your body has already off, you know, and when you use the word impossible, I'm possible. Like, you know, break it up, turn yeah. it into a positive. We got so much negative out there that we need to turn it into a positive. You know, you have a hard day. You say, you know what? I'm having a hard day, but where can I go in an hour from now? Where, you know, start digging yourself out of that hole. Yes. You know, like yeah. if, you, if you go down a little, you know, you got to pull yourself up. You got, you, you are the person that has to do it. Nobody else can do it for you. And that's the message that I really like about your, your organization is the power within. It's within you. It's mm -hmm. not within Sally. It's not within Jonah. It's not within Miss Liz. It's within you. You pull yourself up. We're mm -hmm. just here to guide you and give you tools and tips because you might have that little toolbox that gives you that little rope that pushes you up or you know but i want everyone to understand that until we understand what's within ourselves we cannot change we mm -hmm. we have to understand the within first and that's what it took for you guys to find your within your master was trying to kill the within and your within was saying it ain't happening mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're going to get up. We're going to keep going no matter where we have to go. We, if we got to rent the material, if we got to go in the garage, we got to bang our heads, we're going to do this, you know. And I want everyone out there that's listening to this tea time and who will pass this tea time along to schools, to youth groups and stuff out there. I want you to understand that. Listen to the words that are being said. These two young children are saying that no matter what their master told them, they were not going to believe in it because the within was telling them, no, we're doing this with or without you. You have a choice if you want to be with us or not. And you had that choice as well. And I'm so glad that you guys stood up for yourselves and you said, you know what, we're out of here. That's it. Yes. We'll figure it out. And you guys have figured it out. And I am so glad for that. So Thank we you. have questions that are coming in and I want to get them out to you before we run out of time. Mm -hmm. So we have some youths that are tuning in and they would like to know how they can help with the power within if they're not in the United States. Of course. So honestly, I feel like it does. this doesn't have to do with a specific organization that you have to be tied to or associated to as it just comes within. It can be within locally, within your community, or you can just, you know, just go for whatever you want to go for. Just believe in yourselves and don't place restrictions on yourself or that just as we said, I can't. Just believe in yourselves and set out on the goal that you have. That's truly accomplishing the, the power within's message. You know, we have carried out, you know, many uh, projects such as uh, gathering funding and for 800 more, uh, plus uh, school backpacks filled with school supplies within our community and internationally. But 
as well as, as building libraries building in four libraries in Africa and so on. But these projects, you know, they started from somewhere. They started from a place where it was viewed, where we viewed it as like, you know, it was impossible, but we didn't take that term into, you know, into consideration. We, you know, you just have to work hard, try to research, try to find new ways, try to find new solutions, and it will work out if you continue with perseverance. And if you want to contact us, you can contact us at Sally and Jonah Ismail. That's our social media platform on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I do believe I have that. Let me put that up there. <laughs> yes. So we there share. There we go. Yeah, we share a lot of motivational um, content there, as well as post, you know, daily training videos uh, of what me and Jonah do for tens of athletes uh, across the world. So we have another question here for you guys. Do you guys speak internationally? Uh, could you please clarify that a bit? I, I'm guessing that if they wanted you to come into the schools or organizations, like, do you guys travel to speak? Oh, um we'd be open to of course we primarily speak through our as jonah said our main advocacy platform of uh on social media on instagram where we have you know a platform of athletes of young adults and children from across the world but we'd, we'd be, be open, open to do of that. course just make sure to contact us and we can uh, for sure arrange something I, th I, th I think it would be incredible to have you guys in schools just to encourage the kids, right? So, and you could do like a demonstration of the Taiwando, uh, <laughs> you know? So what is it about Taiwando that really just gets you guys that you love it so much, that the passion is there? So whenever I was, whenever I, Sally said, whenever she was doing gymnastics, I looked and saw the sport of martial arts, the art of kicking and punching. And I saw it and I was like, oh my gosh, this looks very interesting. I wanted to try it. And after I tried it, I fell in love with it and there was just no other sport that could offer me the principles, the love that I had for this sport. And soon Sally joined me and through this experience, we truly found ourselves mm -hmm. within the sport. That was our source of like, I don't know, self-actualization. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so as Jonah said, this sport, it's, it's unlike any other one we've tried, you know, Taekwondo, you, you usually aren't introduced to it, right? In school, whether it be in schools or just outside and, you know, the real life, um, you're always introduced to the, the average like and the football, basic sports, soccer. you know, like football, soccer, you know, cheer, dance, gymnastics. That's what, you know, society tries to tell you you should do. But we didn't fit in in those sports. We didn't find, we didn't ourselves. find ourselves. We found ourselves through Taekwondo and it was hard to, you know, kind of find that and reach there. But that's what we continue, you know, to use our uh, uh, social media platform for and through the night blooming and through, you know, talks like this. We hope to get Taekwondo out there because it truly can be life altering. It can change your perspective, you know, online. shape you to become the best version of yourself. And please don't hesitate, you know, to contact us. We're always free and open to, you know, talking and engaging with our viewers, with our supporters. So please don't hesitate. So I love, Sally, that you said that about society, because I like to break society's programming. You know, children out there have a right to go and look for what is going to feel their passion and their why. And Jonah, you did that. You were like, oh, I really like this. Let me join it. <laughs> Sally, you were in gymnastics and you were like, oh, I like it, but I really like the Taekwondo. You know, you, and you said right at the beginning of the show is that you came out with bruises and, and yeah. you know, like you were in rough shape, but they, it showed you who you were, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and so you have to get those scars in order to grow. We have to have the scars to be pushed, you know? Uh, so I'm glad that you guys are breaking society's stigma and society programming. I, you know, we need more individuals like you guys to just say, you know what, this doesn't work for me. I'm going to find what works for me. And ultimately like Sally with gymnastics and Taekwondo in gymnastics, she was bullied because Sally, you want to explain it because you went yeah, through it. So I have a health condition. It's a thyroid uh, hypothyroidism where 
you know, it causes me to gain weight uh, easily. And it's, you know, caused me to have some conflicts whenever I was a child because I was a bit chubbier. Um, but in gymnastics, you know, that isn't really viewed as ideal. And so a lot of my teammates, you know, many of which who would go to school with me would bully me for, you know, my size. And whether it be I was falling off the, you know, the bars or the, the beam or not being able to run as fast in the vault, I was, you know, I was bullied for that just because of something I could, I had no control of. And it's not like they, you know, were trying to target me, but they didn't understand that I had this condition. And then come, comes again, that open-mindedness, that ability to be accepting of others, regardless of what they're going through. I, if it would me, if it was me, I don't know what this person in front of me is has going through. through or has gone through. And we have to approach everyone, you know, with that sensitivity, with that human element and, and that, that human kindness. And that's truly what's missing in the world today. But what we, you know, continue to try to, you know, bring out there. So, yeah. Uh, I saw Taekwondo as empowering whenever I was in this low point of my life. And also the cutting weight, as we had mentioned earlier, helped me to become the healthier version of myself and help me balance this health condition of mine. And also that's why I fell in love with it as well. <laughs> Again, it's helped me become the best version of myself. You guys have really changed my life. And I am so honored to know you both. And I want to know what is your plans for the future like you guys are right and getting ready for college and yes, like, what's what, what's the plan for the future guys honestly the future is always going to be unpredictable but we hope to continue together in the same college um in the same place you know continue our mission together and as we've mentioned earlier our end goal in uh taekwondo is to Three make it to the olympics, olympics and as well as uh, participate in collegiate competitions internationally. We don't know how or when it will happen, but we have full faith that it will someday. So what final message would you like to leave for everybody out there? There's- We, we want to instill in them that they have the power within themselves to change their life, to change the route they are going through, to shape their perspective based on knowledge because knowledge is the key factor of most people's success and can lead you to a different path in life one that withholds success one that holds a healthy lifestyle and one that holds understanding people no matter what they have been through and communicating with them in a good way and there's a quote that you know jonah i and jonah and i have you know come up with and that i'd like to end with and it's to don't let any struggles or obstacles stop you from what you have in mind, what you want to do later in life, and what your dreams are. Just face through the hard times, and you'll get to the good times. That is truly... You guys are amazing. And I really want to thank you again for joining me and coming. I am so glad again that you guys are well. Uh, <laughs> I know that you guys are dual citizens and you are from Israel. So what message would you like to leave with everybody out there for your family members and that as well? We just have prayers and hopes for peace on both sides. We just, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. We know that this conflict and conflicts like it before in history, um, you know, there, it's it's very similar, but we just, you know, pray and hope for peace on both sides. Well, thank you so much. I really want to thank you guys for joining me. And for anybody that would like to know more about you guys, check out their websites. Uh, reach out if you would like to know more and you can't reach Sally and Jonah. You can always reach Miss Liz and I will connect you guys. Uh, I want to thank all the viewers and listeners that have joined. Anyone that is catching the replay, please push hashtag replay. 
let me know where you're tuning in from. And if you would like to have more conversations like this on Tea Time, let me know. And I can always bring these guys back because I have... <laughs> They're, they're not getting rid of me that easy. So I want to thank everybody for joining me on Tea Time this morning. And we will be back at 3 p.m. with John Pet Petarelli, and he'll be sharing his personal story on GBS, uh, Julian Barr syndrome. So, and he is a Hollywood uh, fitness trainer who, uh, who has gone through a lot. So I want to bring personal stories to the table who have impacted lives. So until then, I will see everybody at 3 p.m. And then again tonight at 8 p.m., not 7 p.m., for the last final tea time. And we'll be doing some Teddy Talk adventures of a little kitty cat. So he has his stories, too, to tell. Uh, so we will see everybody tonight at 3 p.m. this afternoon and 8 p.m. Eastern Center Time. And until then, thank you guys for joining me. And thank you to all the viewers and listeners. And we will make a difference one, one cup of tea at a time, Miss Liz style. Thank you so much for your time, ma'am. Thank en you. Enjoy your day.